Welcome to Victorious Living Radio. And out of that upper room they came with the fire of God in them, fire of God upon them. And they went to the streets of Jerusalem and people began to be saved, sanctified. They began to be healed. They began to be delivered. They began to be set free. Uh, all of that began to happen confirming that all that God had said to them. Welcome to Victorious Living Radio with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part three of his series, The Kingdom Language is the Language of Faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here is Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the kingdom language is a language of faith. Get in one accord with Jesus, who is the head of the church. Get, get in one accord with him. How do we do it, people? We do it through his word. We take the word and get in accord, one accord. When they were all in one accord, God opened the door. And out of that upper room they came with the fire of God in them, fire of God upon them. And they went to the streets of Jerusalem and people began to be saved, sanctified. They began to be healed. They began to be delivered. They began to be set free. Uh, all of that began to happen confirming that all that God had said to them. But guess, guess who was lurking? Lurking on the outside of, of all of that. Who was it? It was Satan with a different language. And he didn't, come, he didn't come like that. I am the devil and I have come to give you a different. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He squeezed it in. He squeezed it in. Then he squeezed it in. And then he squeezed it in till he squeezed people so tight they burped up doubt and unbelief. And so what happened? Some was on this language, some was on that language, some was on that language, and then they were all fighting. If you don't believe like I believe, you're going to hell. Yeah, you gotta do it, do it my way. If you ain't water baptized, you're hell bound. Now you need to be, if you have never been water baptized, we can dunk you, I mean, we can do it. We can do it. I was baptizing a, a, a guy six foot six, weighed 225, 30 pounds one time in the creek. That's what, that was our baptismal deal. We was in the creek. So I'm out there in the creek and this old boy, he's, he's six foot six. My brother, Paulette, y'all know who it was. And he was in there, so I'm, I'm baptizing. Now I made a mistake. First one. No, I am kidding. I'm kidding. And so him being big and tall, instead of me standing back here and taking him down, I stood right beside of him. And I said, grab your nose, buddy. <laughs> so I put my hair like this, my hair, you know. And uh, so, but anyway, when I went back with him, me and him both went under. 
he got baptized, I got baptized, got my hair wet, which was a major deal. And I lost him under that water. I lost him because once I went under, I no longer cared about him. I cared about myself. But one thing about it, he got dunked and I got dunked and we all come up, you know, and everything turned out all right. And so I'm just telling you, if you ever baptize anybody, stand at least two or three, four or five steps. That's just good baptismal instruction. That's, that's, that's in the... That's in the baptismal instruction section of the Bible. No, it's not either. All right, let's, let me get back to my business here. So Genesis 11, one says, and the whole earth was of one language. Now what's it? And of one speech. In other words, they had a language and they all were speaking it. They were speaking the same language. Folks, we're called to speak God's language. That is the language of faith. And we find how to address our faith in the scriptures. We learn what to say, we learn what not to say in the scriptures. And so we, we, we learn our language of faith from the scriptures, from the Bible. Not by somebody that says, God gave me a revelation on what I should say. Well, he did 2,000 years ago or longer than that. So we, 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 we have to understand that there is one language and one speech. So back here when this was written, it says uh, that language of probably Hebrew. So they spoke the same language, all used the same descriptive words in their speaking of that language. And this language was lost as they went into captivity, the purity of it. Uh, when they went into captivity in the dispersion to other nations and they learned to speak other languages. That happens, the church has learned to speak other languages. Christians, I'm talking about. So this has happened today. Now, God has given his kingdom or family a language of faith and the citizens of his kingdom are to speak that language. Now, in this language of faith, now let's take, you know, you can, you can do, believe what, you know, people are gonna believe what they're gonna believe anyway. But in this language of faith, that involved in this language of faith is the language of love. It's the language of love. There are words that expresses our love. It expresses our love to people. But have you ever criticized somebody? Notice there's no sound. No sound, you can hear the feather hit the floor. And uh, when we're critical of someone, we have stepped out of the language when we're upset with others, we have stepped out of the language. And so what do we do? We criticize them that we don't like. Come on, 
we criticize people. Now, I'm not saying that, that you do. I, I don't know what you do. I'm just preaching. <laughs> I'm just preaching. But, we, but people criticize. They call people names. Yeah, they do. You hear it all in our society today, all these names are being called. You have been called a name. You are being called a name. All of that stuff's out there today in our society. But in this language of the kingdom, language of faith, there is love in expressing it. There, there's speech of love that, that is being expressed from this language of faith. So we're going to have to be, be cautious and, and watchful of what we're saying. Jesus said in Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, can, can anybody quote that for me? I guess not, okay. Mark 11, 23 and 24. I thought we had some scholars in here, come on. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that what he says, she or she, what he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Well, I don't believe that. Well, you got, you're on a different language. You're certainly not in union with God. And I say you, I'm talking about people. You're certainly not in that. And you can hum and huff and puff and do whatever you want to do about it. And I believe that and I don't believe that. And well, that ain't right. And well, this is wrong. That ain't nothing but the devil's language. Amen. Amen. That's what it is. How can we expect a great move of the spirit and neglect all of that and just pitch it aside and think God's going to show up? They were of one language when they left the upper room. They are of one language when they hit the streets of Jerusalem. They were in unity. They were in one accord. Wasn't no huffing and the puffing. Well, I don't believe what Peter said. And, uh, I'm going to find me somebody and uh, talk to me uh, uh, besides Peter. Wasn't any, wasn't any of that going on? Because what does that create? Division. That's right. Amen. What did God do? He showed up. Amen. He showed up. Yeah. And he confirmed his word with signs and wonders and miracles and diverse manifestations of the Holy Spirit and turned Israel or turned Jerusalem upside down right. and made the devil mad. Yes. Yes. He didn't. It? And made the devil mad, so mad they wanted to kill him. Boy, I mean, when you let the devil's anger get a hold of you, you want to kill somebody for saying what God said. You are in bad shape. Right. And I say, you people are in bad shape. Amen. And so they travel through life. And so we travel through life. I travel through life. Amen. It's so quiet in here. Amen. Okay, now let me go just a little bit further. Let's look in Hebrews chapter six, verse 10. For God is not unrighteous 
to forget your work and labor of love. When you're loving somebody that you'd rather say something else about them but love words, look what he said. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work or your labor of love, which you have shown, shewed, shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. This labor of love comes in the form of deeds and words. Labor of love comes in the form of, what did I say? Deeds, words, and deeds. Deeds and words, it comes in the form of kindness. It comes in the form of love. It comes in the form of an attitude of faith. Now, let's look at Philippians 2, 5. Everybody still all right? I, I need some encouragement. Philippians 2, 5, look what it says. Let this mind, what mind? Let this mind, what mind? The mind of God. Let this mind be where? Be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. All right, now let's, let's look in Psalm real quickly. Everybody's okay, you know. <laughs> I hope everybody is. Because you ain't, I'm going to finish this message. It's our hope that today's message, The Kingdom Language is a Language of Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 12. This week's special offer is 12. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.